and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stephanie Dabrowski, your anxiety relief coach and healing guide. I help you conquer anxiety with holistic methods by teaching you strategies, tips, and coping skills for anxiety and stress management, helping reprogram your thought patterns so you can learn to love yourself and changing your lifestyle and habits for long-term relief. We will also uncover the roots of your anxiety, traumas, and codependent patterns so you can break free from the anxiety holding you back and live a happier and more confident life. Thank you for being here and spending your time with me today. Let's dive into today's episode. and welcome to this episode. I'm so, so excited to have you here. And today I'm going to be talking all about how to put yourself first without the guilt. I'm going to be helping you eliminate guilt and eliminate a lot of shame about putting yourself first. Um, Because I know oftentimes if you are like me and if you are like my clients, you're someone who likes to take care of everyone else. You're a very responsible person. You're a very independent person. You do a lot of things yourself and you also do a lot of things for other people. And when you take time off, when you take time for yourself, when you take time to just do nothing, it can feel really heavy. It can make you feel like you're doing something wrong. It can make you feel like you're not doing enough. Right. And so I'm going to help you through those feelings. And this podcast is really inspired by one of my clients um, coming to me and saying that she's been feeling like a mom, like a caretaker, like all these other roles, but not feeling like herself. Like she has been feeling like, like almost like an empty shell and doing things for everyone else but not her and not having time for herself and feeling so overwhelmed and feeling burnt out and feeling exhausted and not having alone time. And she even said that she's been feeling really suffocated, which I can totally, I totally have felt that way um, many days recently, one due to the pandemic and (laughs) which I think a lot of us have been feeling that suffocation, feeling that heaviness, feeling that, um, that darkness, that stillness, that like stickiness and it feeling really difficult. Um, And it may feel like you're like underwater, like holding your breath and like you can't get out. Right. And, but what we actually want and what I want to help you feel and which I'm hoping to do in, in this podcast and also through um, some of the programs that I have on sale that I really want to tell you about um, is like, I want to help get you to feeling expansive. I want you to feel like you're growing. I want things to feel free. I want you to feel freedom, like in your body, in your bones. I want you to feel lightness. I want you to feel brightness. I want you to feel ease. I don't want the anxiousness and the heaviness and the emptiness to, to be there. Um, at least not for, not like as your dominant emotion. I'm not telling you that like, I never feel like that. I definitely have days when I do, but I want to help you shift into things, into feeling lighter, brighter, free, um, more joyful, more happy, like more often. Um, And this is something 
that I'll give you some tips on in, in this podcast. We're going to first talk about how to eliminate the guilt and remove the guilt about putting yourself first. Cause I think that's the most important thing before I give you a list of ways and a bunch of ways to put yourself first. Um, and a lot of these, a lot of these tool, these tips that I'm going to be talking about are things that I also teach in the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint, which is a course that I have on sale right now, which I'm so excited about. Um, it is a do-it-yourself course that will help you learn coping skills for, for stress, anxiety, and overwhelm, even guided exercises for you to get out of, um, like for during a panic attack or, or during, um, a moment when you're feeling like really negative and things are kind of spiraling. Um, the, there's also the next steps in that course are to help you become a lot more aware of yourself. So, um, you have the awareness of, oh, okay, I'm feeling more empty. I'm feeling like I'm doing things for everybody else. Now I know that I need to shift that, right? So a lot of self-awareness is honestly so key in, in being able to shift out of feeling anxious, out of feeling negative, in being able to um, figure out that like, oh, I'm not putting myself first, or I noticed that I haven't been doing that lately. Um, and Net the, the next part of the course is learning how to accept and love yourself and also become more confident, which is going to help you put yourself first, like without the guilt here. Like a lot of these tips that I'm going to be sharing about how to eliminate guilt about putting yourself first are all about building, um, building your self-esteem. And this is something sure I can help you do a little bit in this podcast, but it's honestly a really repetitive thing that's happens through like the training videos in the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint through journaling prompts that are in there. Um, that happens through a lot of the action steps that, um, I tell you to do in the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint trainings. Um, and the kind of the last part of the course is working on improving the relationship with yourself. So you can improve your relationships with other people, with loved ones, with family members, um, with, with friends, with your partner, um, and I know, I know how much like relationships and lack of boundaries or struggles with setting boundaries can, can like make you feel anxious and make you feel drained. And that's really what, um, uh, kind of the crux of what my client was struggling with, um, which, which was like feeling like she was doing things for everybody else and not herself. Like that is a really big lack of boundaries and also, asking herself for way too much responsibility, um, for other people and feeling like she's responsible for others. And so there's modules in the Helier Anxiety Blueprint that really help with that. Um, and then the last part of the Helier Anxiety Blueprint is, um, learning lifestyle changes like nutrition and exercise, um, shifts and other, and really taking a lot of habits and rituals and tools that you learn in the Helier Anxiety Blueprint and putting and putting it in a way that, fits your life so that your, um, overcoming anxiety and overwhelm and building confidence is a long-term transformation for you. Um, and along with the healer anxiety blueprint, um, you can also add on, um, one-on-one -on -one support with me. So that's in the VIP package. You can add on daily voice and text messaging with me. Um, and, or you, instead of voice and text messaging, if you're someone who wants like check-in calls, we can do calls twice a month instead. Um, and my, this client in particular, whose story I was sharing in the beginning, she chose the um, daily messaging with the 
Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint. Like she chose that in the VIP package. And most of the people who buy the course pick the VIP support as well. So if you are looking for like some one-on-one support with, with me, this is the, this is the most affordable way to get it. Um, and also, and also it's really, really helpful to have um, me on the days to like, have me there to support you on the days when you're feeling really anxious and low and like, you can't get out of it or like just needing support when like shit hits the fan. Like she, um, when, you know, your parents' car breaks down or like for my client, um, her brother-in-law passed away and I've been supporting her through, through all of that. Like not just pointing her towards the things in the course that can really help her, but also customizing journaling prompts or like customizing, um, like giving custom advice and custom tips to her, um, that are like for her specific situation. So yeah, you can get the Healer Anxiety Blueprint as just a do-it-yourself course, or you can get it with the VIP package, um, with like one-on-one support from me. And I'm so excited to be offering like different payment, payment plans, off, uh, p- different payment plans with it. Cause I want it to be accessible to you. Um, so you can get it for, you can get it for uh, paid in full. It's six ninety seven when it's not on sale right now. It's $250 off until the end of February. I may extend that sale. We'll see. Um, and there's payment plans where you can split that up over three months, or you can split it up over six months. Um, and then the VIP package is um, about 1350 paid in full, um, or you can do for four months of support along with the course, which you keep for life. Um, and then the, you can also split it up over four months. So four months of 399 and right now you can still use the code love 250 for $250 off of, um, any of those, like either the course or the, the VIP package, which is really, really awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited about the sale, about this course that has helped me so much and has helped my clients so much feel like more expansive and free and light on, on many days. Um, and, and yeah, so now let's like get into the tips. Oh yeah, all the links are going to be below for the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint. Um, and I'm also really excited to share that it to give you a preview of what's in the blueprint and also just to give you access to more um, more resources to help you to help you feel light and free and expansive. Um, in the links, in the links below, you'll see the anxious to common confident free training series, which is six of the trainings from the heal your anxiety blueprint, um, that are going to help you cope with anxiety that are going to help you, um, feel more calm that are going to help you start leveling up your confidence. Um, cause I mean, anxiety and lack of confidence are very strongly linked together. Um, so yeah, those are from the Healer Anxiety Blueprint. You can sign up for the free training series in the link below as well and get a look at like what's inside the blueprint and get access to some really, really helpful tips from me. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into how to eliminate eliminate guilt about putting yourself first. So the first thing I want you to know is that you are you are the most important, just like period. You are the most important. Without you, there is no mom. There is no wife. There's no employee. There's no sister, like brother. There's, there's without you, there's nothing. Right. Um, and the, the plumbing issues or the spring cleaning or whatever thing in the house that needs to get done or whatever work that is on your to-do list or whatever errands need to be done or, 
this and this and that, like none of that is more important than you. Maybe the only thing that might be more important is like, if your child or something is actually in danger, right. And like, okay, you need to like help someone who is in danger, but otherwise like you're more important than the things on your to-do list. Um, and taking time for yourself before you start giving yourself so much to other people is going to make you a better person. It's going to make you feel more energized. It's going to make you feel happier. It's going to help you be a better person that does end up fulfilling all of those roles of being a caretaker, of being a teacher, a mom, a wife, a dad, a caretaker, like a, um, a a caretaker in some way, like it's going to help you fulfill those roles. It's going to help you be a better student. It's going to help you be a better worker. Um, and, and I know it seems like counterintuitive, right? Okay. Take time away from being a mom or a worker or, um, being a spouse so you can be a better worker, mom, or spouse. But it's true. Like taking time for yourself is going to make you feel happier, make you feel happier, make you feel better, make you feel like, make you have more energy so that you have all this energy to give to other people, right? Give it to yourself first, overfill that cup, and then it's going to pour out to others. And so I'd love for you to have like, put this on sticky notes, write it in your journal, put it on a whiteboard, put it on your mirror, reminding yourself that you are the most important. And the more time and the more energy you put towards yourself first, the more that you have to give to others. Remind yourself of that all of the time. And if you believe the opposite, let's start reframing that belief. And that's going to happen with repetition. Um, And I also want you to like stop And I want you and everyone on this planet to stop glorifying the sacrifice of yourself for other people. If it, if it feels sucky to you and, and you're going to have like hate towards the people you do it for, like resentment towards your kids being so annoying or um, your spouse not doing this or other people at work, not doing as much as you are, or your friends not doing as much as you are siblings or family members, like you doing more than them, like they're going to feel that resentment the, and the people, and, and that's not what you want them to feel, right? It's not a good thing to sacrifice yourself for the needs of other people. It's not a good thing to sacrifice yourself for the, for the needs of other people. And if you've been told the opposite, let's stop believing that. And we're going to have this new belief. Now we're going to believe that I get to put myself first and I don't have to sacrifice myself for others. I don't have to be responsible for everybody else in my life. Right. And instead, like you want the people in your life that you're taking care of or that you're doing things for once you have enough energy for yourself, right? To feel love from you, to feel energy from you, to feel lightness from you. You don't want them to feel that resentment, right? You don't want them to feel the resentment of um, of like you feeling like things suck and you resenting that you're doing things for them. And then they're feeling kind of that hate and that resentment towards them, that negative energy. You don't want them feeling that. Cause then they're probably just going to respond like negatively to you, you know? Um, and so I, I, you instead want them to feel the love, the overflow, the lightness, the ease from you. And they're going to feed really well off of that, right? Your kids are your spouses, um, your students, if you're a teacher, 
um, your patients, if you're a nurse, I know that caretakers really tend to be people that um, in their profession also serve other people, right? We're drawn to being teachers and nurses and um, me even as like, as a, as a speaker and, and mental health coach and a healer and all of that, I'm very much drawn towards helping take care of other people too. Right. And so I know that you, if you listen to this and you're resonating with this, that you probably have one of those professions where you take care of other people. Um, and so, uh, to, to help you stop like glorifying the sacrifice of yourself, I want you to take a look at who in your life sacrificed themselves. My mom was someone who definitely sacrificed herself um, for for us. Um, and that's something that, you know, I saw her almost as like a savior for us, right? She sacrificed a lot um, to like when she divorced from my dad and removed him as like a, because he was an alcoholic, like removed him from the influence of our family and all of that. And so I want you to look in your life like, who sacrificed themselves and do you really want to follow that? I There are some things about my mom that I definitely want to um, carry on as like part of myself, but I don't want to feel exhausted all the time like she did. I don't want to put everybody else before myself like she did um, because it, it it's just not a fun way to live, right? It's not a, a way that brought her a lot of happiness and I don't want that. I don't want to be miserable for the rest of my life. Um, I think that my kids and my, anyone who's around me, not just kids are going to be the happiness, be the happiest and be their best when I'm feeling my happiest, when I'm feeling the best, right? That's when I'm going to be the best mom. And so if your mom or your dad was someone who sacrificed themselves for you, is that really what you want to do for other people? Or do you want to do things a little bit differently? Right. So you might want to spend some time journaling about that. Maybe you want to pause this right now and spend time digging into who sacrificed themselves, who glorified, like putting other people first and who taught you that. And is that really something that you want to keep doing or is it actually hurting you and it's causing you to feel burned out, feel exhausted, feel overwhelmed, feel like this empty shell of a person um, who's taking care of everybody else before they're taking care of themselves? You know, how is it hurting you? Um, and how do you want to shift it? Um, and all of these, all of these things, like these, these mindset shifts about you being the most important and, um, and taking care of yourself and how important that is and eliminating guilt. These are all things that, um, you can learn in the healer anxiety blueprint. Um, and if you need someone to, if you need my energy to really help you, um, to, to help you like dig into this yourself. Right. Because I, I know if you're like, if you're like some of my, um, some of my clients, you might like write down these journaling prompts, or even if you're someone who's just listens to this podcast, you might write down like, Oh yeah, I want to write about who in my life, like sacrifice themselves. Or you like have written down or thought about a lot of the questions that happen in this podcast, but you haven't like followed through with it. Like you haven't actually started digging deep into, um, subconsciously like, oh, where is this coming from? Oh, I'm copying my mom or I'm copying this person, or I learned that from this person and you're not, um, actually taking the time or you don't necessarily have the energy or know how to dig into that conditioning and where all of where your anxious and low self-esteem and feeling responsible for everybody else patterns came from. Um, 
then getting my like one-on-one help is going to be, is going to be really key. Um, and so actually my client who added on the one-on-one messaging support in the VIP package, along with the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint course is now continuing with me. And we're going to be adding on um, some one-on-one calls in which we do um, in which we do a deeper dive into, into some of these um, some of these things that have been coming up for some of these emotions that have been suppressed for so long, some of these behaviors that have been kind of stuck for so long. Um, because, you know, I can, uh, you might write down the journaling prompts, but it's, it's really helpful to have me to help you go through it. And so that's something that um, we can do in my one-on-one healing container or some kind of hybrid between, um, or you can add, yeah. So that the best way to do that, like, would be through my one-on-one healing container, which is also going to get you access to the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint and any other courses and stuff um, and things like that that I have coming up. Um, so yeah, that's there's also going to be a link below, or you can just message me on my Instagram or email me um, if like working with me more deeply one-on-one is something that you know that you need. Um, but also if you're just here to like get the basic tools, get the the strategies and you're not ready for that deeper work, that's also okay. That's why I have so many different products for, um, for people who come to me. Like I have courses, I have just meditations, I have, um, my like one-on-one healing container and I have like lots in between. So, um, yeah, reach out to me if you're not sure like where you fit in, but you know that you need help from me in some way, or you want support from me in some way. Um, so yeah, if you want to read more about the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint, you can do that at the link below, um, which, you know, should give you some idea of if that's a good fit for you. And if not, like, also we can just talk, um, reach out to me whenever. So now that we've started to dig into, um, reminders about how to remove the guilt from putting yourself first and some of these shifts that you really need to make and beliefs that you need to change in order to not feel so guilty about putting yourself first. I want to give you some really simple ways to start putting yourself first, right? So the, the part of it is shifting, shifting your beliefs, shifting your mindset about it, digging into the root of where that's coming from, which there's a little bit of that in the healer anxiety blueprint, but it's really more of the work that I do with my one-on-one clients. Um, And then there's also the strategy. There's also the strategies of starting to show your mind how to accept yourself and how to start to put yourself first, right? So through words, like we were doing it before, like some of those phrases you might want to write down or repeat to yourself. And then you also want to show yourself how to accept yourself, how to love yourself, how to build confidence through actions. So ways to put yourself first. Um, and so, and and over time, like, especially if you've been like betraying yourself for so long and putting everybody else, everybody else first for so long, I really want to ease you into starting to put yourself first. So there isn't so much guilt. We're going to like ease into this. We're not just going to rip the whole bandaid off at one time because then your body's going to be like, no, I can't put myself first. I need to like, take care of other people. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. Right. So we're going to ease into it. Know that at first it might be like a shock because you have been, taking care of people for so long, you've been conditioned to take care of others for so long. You've um, seen other people like put other people first for so long. And you've been putting, you've been putting yourself down and other people have been putting you down for so long that we got to ease into this. So my first suggestion is to start your morning 
with, with time for you and setting intentions for yourself for the day. Um, I used to be someone actually that like used a planner all the time, but I found that that was actually too restrictive for me. And in having like, sometimes it would make me feel more down about myself or more anxious if I didn't stick exactly to the schedule or like I'd beat myself up for not having got down everything for that day. And so what has been really helpful for me is instead shifting to, um, shifting to just like starting my day with like, with a five minute check-in and um, setting intentions for the day. So I want you to take five minutes to answer, how are you feeling today? You can do this at any time of day, but I like doing it at the start of my day. Um, how are you feeling today? What do you need? And, and what do you need like based on how you are feeling? And, and I want you to take that list. So what do you need? That list, um, I like to call it my joy list. Um, and, or like things that are going to help me feel better, things that are going to help fulfill my own needs. Right. So this is you putting yourself first, um, is those things on that joy list. So it could be things like going for a walk. You want to go for a walk that day. You want to get a few minutes in the sunshine that day. You want to have a nutritious meal. Maybe you want to do some, instead of the intense cardio workout that you had planned, maybe you want to do some gentle stretching on the floor, um, while like your kids watch TV or while, um, you know, someone else is cleaning up after dinner. Maybe you want to stretch on the ground before you crawl into bed or something, you know, um, write down a list of things that are going, that are going to help fulfill your needs for the day that are going to help you feel a little more joyful. So I don't necessarily mean happy. I mean, joyful as in like content in your body, um, like you're taken care of, like you are okay. So what's going to help you feel okay that day um, and make that more important um, then your to-dos, right? You might want to also during that morning, jot down like your to-dos for the day, um, or what you would like to get done. Um, but make sure that the things that you need are put at a higher priority than the things that are your to-dos. Um, and this is something that I have, um, I think multiple trainings on like different types of ways to start your morning and set intentions for yourself and different ways to, figure out what it is that you need for yourself. Do lots of different self-care ideas, lots of different um, journaling questions besides this one to help you figure out what it is that you need for yourself um, and how to start um, actually like making it a habit of catering to your needs along with like catering to your to-dos and your errands. All of that is in the Healer Anxiety Blueprint. There's several um, videos and stuff on it. Um, and so... Yeah, I, I really want you to start making your joy list um, more important than your to-do list and make that list in the morning. How are you feeling? What do you need? What um, What's going to make you happy today? Um, and what do you need to do, right? So that'll just take five minutes to answer those questions. Um, and then it also sets you up for like this direction, right? For the day, this intention for the day. Um, and even if you had an intention to get I don't know, 27 and a thousand other things done. If you are checking in with how you feel and what you need and realizing like, oh, I'm actually feeling really exhausted and I need rest. Um, oh, I'm actually feeling really sore and I need time to stretch. Oh, I'm feeling really hungry and I need more time to eat and make nutritious food today. Like you're not going to feel so bad about not having gotten so many things done when you're recognizing how you're feeling. Um, just be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I, that's why I didn't get as much done today kind of thing, you know? 
that's going to help you, um, yeah, feel less guilty about things that you might not have gotten done. The next um, tip I have for putting yourself first is to spend some time asking yourself or writing about this. What makes you happy? How do you like to spend your time? Just make a list of that. Make a list of like the things that you like to do, the things that make you happy. And if you're not sure, like sit down and spend some time thinking about it. Maybe maybe you haven't had time for yourself in such a long time. So what did you used to like doing when you were a kid? Did you like drawing? Did you like reading? Did you like dancing? Did you like playing outside? Did you like winter? Did you like, you know, being in the sunshine? What did you like doing? Um, did you like laughing um, and funny shows? Um, what is it that you enjoyed? And, and I want you to pick some of those activities and start doing them, start incorporating them into your week, into your day, into your weekend, um, have things to look forward to and forget the, you know, the shoulds or other people thinking that it's weird. You know, if you, if you are trying to connect back to yourself, if you've been feeling empty and, and kind of overwhelmed and like you just are fulfilling roles for everyone else for so long and not like yourself, like that's because you've been fulfilling shoulds. It's because you've been in this place of like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be doing this for other people. Right. Or I should even be doing this for myself, but it's something that's not really true to yourself. And you've been following a lot of shoulds. You've been listening to a lot of shoulds and you haven't been listening to what's down here, right? So right now I'm pointing to my heart and to my, and to my gut. You're not listening to what is within you. What is it that actually makes you happy? What is it that you enjoy doing? How you like to spend your time? Like we're connecting back to you. We're not trying to connect to other people. Um, we may be trying to connect to other people in the long run, you know, better connections with your spouse, with your loved ones, with your kids, with other people around you. Um, but in order to be connected to them truly, you have to be really connected to yourself because um, otherwise you're going to feel this, like feel really empty and you're not going to be making genuine connections with other people. So you have to connect to yourself. So, okay. Eliminate the shoulds and start doing what actually makes you happy and stop giving a fuck about what everybody else says you should do. <laughs> Excuse my language there, but not really because like, I know that's maybe something you want to write down. Like I have it written down in a couple of places, like stop giving a fuck about everybody else. <laughs> I've had to remind myself of that so many times. Um, I highly, highly encourage incorporating so, some, some sort of playing or dancing like every day. It could be on your commute. You listen to a song and you're dancing around and singing around to a song in the car. It could be doodling, it, anything, like anything that makes you a little bit happy, a little bit playful. I want you to start incorporating that. Um, and dancing is also a really, really great way to like put yourself first or there's no wrong way to do it. Again, no shoulds. There's no way you should be doing things. There's no wrong way to do any of this stuff. We're connecting to, to you and what is fun and what is playful and what is supposed to be the natural state of us as human beings. Okay. This next tip, let me take a break. Um, let's some water. Um, the next tip I have for you is to speak up and ask for help. Stop trying to do it all yourself. Please stop trying to do it all yourself. Being a superwoman, being a super mom, like it's 
a super dad, you know, whatever, whatever your gender is, you are all welcome here. Um, being a super person is, is fictional. It's fictional. It's unrealistic. Even if it does exist. Okay. That's like one in like a billion people. And you're probably not that like one in a billion people that has those super abilities to like be a robot and like, and work 16 hours a day or like to do to do's all the time and not be resting. Like, I want you to stop it. I want you to stop trying to do it all yourself. And I want you to ask for help. Asking for help is not shameful. Um, and if it does feel wrong, this is something I was actually helping my client through the other day. Um, like if it feels weird, if it feels really uncomfortable to ask for help, who taught you that? And we actually realized that, um, in her family, like it was her mom who like never asked for, asked for help, who was the one who always did things for everybody else. And so she felt like she had to do that. She also like her other siblings kind of were more, more free spirited. They moved out of the house, they moved away and like things ended up. And then her mom ended up always turning to her. And so she felt like, so then she ended up taking on so many responsibilities Um, and because she was always like, because that happened just so many times with her family, she learned like, oh, I need, I need to be the responsible one. I need to take care of other people. Um, in my case where that came from is I had to grow up really, really fast with my dad being an alcoholic. He was kind of like a not very present parent. And so when my brother was born, when I was 12 years old, um, my sister was two years younger than me. So she was like 10. Um, but I was 12. I ended up being like a second mom to my sister, like a second mom to my little brother. I was changing his diapers and rocking him to sleep when I was 12. Um, like helping my mom out because she was so tired and she was dealing with my dad being an alcoholic. And that's also when they started the divorce process and stuff. And so like, I ended up being pushed into being a mom at like 12. Um, and that's what taught me to like, do everything myself and to do so much, right? When I should have just been able to be a kid, I should have just been able to be a 12 year old having fun and not having to worry about like helping my parents parent, you know what I mean? Um, And so this is something, yeah, I help my clients like dig through, like, especially if you're someone who struggles to ask for help, because I can, I can tell you speak up and ask for help. Um, But if that's something that is a struggle for you, it means that there's a root um, or the crux of the issue needs to be uncovered. And that's something that I help my clients do. Like if you wanted that in the one-on-one, in the VIP part of the, in the VIP package of the Healing Anxiety Blueprint, or if you just wanted my one-on-one healing container, um, that's how you get that specific help from me. Um And yeah, so ways to start asking for help. So I actually have this further down the list. So we're going to do this here. Um, We're going to change the order that I originally had intended. How do you start asking for help? Um, I mean, start asking, even if like your spouse is not going to do the laundry or the dishes or those other things around the house the same way as you would, even if it's not as perfect, like it's okay. Release the control over and the energy over it having to be a specific way or it having to be a certain way or it not being good enough the way that they are doing it. I want you to look at how much energy you are spending like 
trying to do it all yourself and it all being a specific way versus like how much energy you can get and how much you would gain from like just letting them take care of it. Even if it's not perfect, like wouldn't it be nice if it were just done rather than like, and, and that, and your spouse or your partner or someone else in the house helped you out rather than you doing it. Right. Just ask other people to do things. Um, this is something I was talking about with, with the same client the other day is like, um, like not everyone is meant to, especially if you're resentful towards other people, like, um, why don't they like automatically know, you know, to take out the trash or to do this or like to help out our mom or to help other people. Like, I'm always the person who's like, yeah, what, what do you need? How can I help? Like when, when I see someone is, is, is struggling or I'm always the one who like comes into the rescue or I'm fixing everything, I'm taking care of everybody else. But sometimes it's important to realize that it's sometimes we are just the people that are the ones who notice that, who are, who are the leaders. And there are other people in our life who we just need to ask them. Like it was a magical freaking moment when I realized that I could stop being upset at my partner who I live with. Um, instead of being upset at him for like not cleaning this or not having gone grocery shopping or not having done that, all he needs is for me to ask. So instead of me being resentful, like, why do I do all the cooking? Like, why don't you do some of the cooking? I'm feeling exhausted. He's like, I can cook. I just need you to tell me what to cook and to give me a recipe. Because he can follow recipes. He can cook just fine as long as he has a recipe, but he just needs a little direction, right? And so maybe there are people in your life that like you are feeling resentful towards them not doing things automatically, but all you have to do is just to give them a little direction to ask them how, and just to accept that sometimes your role is like, okay, I notice things more. I'm more of a leader in my house or in my group or in, you know, versus other people I'm surrounded by. And sometimes they just need a little direction and that is okay. Right. It doesn't mean that you have to be the one to do it just because you, you know how to do things. You have the directions for doing things. Like you can ask other people to do it and just guide them. Right. Or, or give them directions for it. If there's something that you do want a specific way, Um, or maybe they just, they, are less skilled than you at it. And so you need to give them a little bit of direction, like my partner with the cooking, right? Um, and you can do this in small ways too. Like you can you can ask for what you want um, and ask for help, quote unquote, um, during sex. Ask, I know this is like, might be a taboo topic, but like start asking for it in the bedroom. Oh, I don't like this. I do like that. I like it when you do this. I don't like it when you do that. Can we do it more gentle this time? Can we do it more fast? Like those asking those little questions or asking for those little things is going to make you feel so much more confident in starting to put yourself first. Um, you have the right to ask for what you want during sex and outside of the bedroom too. Like when they like ask for what you want, when they, they make you a meal, you know, instead of just saying like, Oh, just make me whatever. Just say, Hey, actually, no, I'm really in the mood for a sandwich right now. Or I'm actually really in the mood for a salad right now. Or I'm really in the mood for a smoothie. Could you make one? And they're like, Oh, I don't know about a recipe. It's like, Oh, here's, you know, here's a recipe for one. I think we have most of the ingredients for it. Could you make it? Um, when people do you a favor, when people, um, like do nice things for you, like start to like accept that into your life. I know it might be really hard. It was so, so hard for me to like start asking for what I wanted and to start asking for like accepting like nice things. But the more that you start to do it, like the better it's going to feel. I know it might feel really uncomfortable at first, probably because you've been struggling with your self-esteem and didn't, and have been putting yourself on the back burner for so long, 
but you have the right to like have people do favors for you, to ask for what you want in and out of the bedroom, to have people make meals for you. You're not just there to take care of everybody else. Sometimes your partners, your loved ones want to take care of you, but you have to let them and you have to tell them how you want to be taken care of. Same thing when um, like in and out of the bedroom, I don't like this, I do, I, I, I do like that. When friends or family or anybody does something or says something that you do like or you don't like, tell them, hey, I like it when you did that. I, that, you know, the fact that you said that, I'm so grateful that you said that. I'm so appreciative of those words. Actually, I don't really like those words that you said, um, or that felt really hurtful. Um, or that's something I'm just not comfortable with. Start saying out loud, I'm comfortable with this. I'm not comfortable with that. I do like this. I don't like that. I do appreciate this. I don't appreciate that. Start communicating that, um, openly with your loved ones. Um, yeah, this, that's, that, that is, that is huge. Um, the, okay. So I want to shift to, um, some other tips. Oh, wait, before kind of related to this, um, we're totally doing this out of order now. Um, but what I want, the, the next thing that I want you to do to start learning how to put yourself first, which is related to the last thing I was saying is to limit time with people or to limit certain conversations that suck your energy away. Um, if this is really hard for you to do, if it's hard for you to say, like to get out of certain conversations or to say no to spending time with certain people like family members, I want you to ask yourself who modeled spending time around people or conversations that were uncomfortable, who in your life tolerated shit that they didn't want, or that wasn't good for them. I know in, um, in my, like for my dad, he had a job that he was miserable with for his entire life up until the day he died. Like for my mom, she was in that relationship with my dad, like a lot longer than she probably should have been. Like their divorce proceedings also took so long. Um, and she had to tolerate a lot that she wasn't comfortable with during the, like the divorce proceedings before my dad passed away. Um, and, and you might have had to like yourself, like I had to myself spend so much time around my dad. I didn't have as much of a choice. I had to tolerate a lot of emotional and verbal abuse from him, a lot of neglect from him. Um, and so maybe you've been put in situations where you had to tolerate stuff where you had to be really uncomfortable, but rather than it being the belief that rather than having the belief of like, you have to tolerate things that make you uncomfortable, you have to tolerate shit in your life. Like you need to harden yourself up. Like uh, let's throw that belief out the door. And I want to replace it with this new belief. As I spend less time around those who don't serve me, I become more in touch with my true self and my happiness. And then other people around me become happier too right? If, as you spend less time around those who don't serve you, around those who make you unhappy, around those that are making you really uncomfortable, even if it's family members, like you're going to be a happier person. You're going to be more in touch with like your true self instead of trying to fit yourself into this box of like tolerating other people's shit and, and tolerating conversations that make you really uncomfortable and tolerating behaviors that you're not okay with and just tolerating stuff that you're not okay with. You don't have to, you don't have to, right? It's, I mean, it's different if you like 
had a surgery or something and you do have to tolerate the pain after a surgery that you had that needed to like save your ankle or something. Right. But if you have a choice, like, why are you putting up with like spending so much time with those people or having those conversations? What's telling you that you should, um, if it's your family members, like you have the permission to leave the house and go for a walk. You have the permission to spend less time with them or spend time with them only in certain ways, maybe only on certain holidays or something like that. You don't have to talk to them all the time. You don't have to spend time with them all the time. It's okay. Um, you're not dishonoring your family. And if they start reacting negatively, like that is their problem. That is them. Like that is something that they need to work through. Um, if they are, you know, not allowing you to do what makes you happy, like that, that's something that they need to release. They have something going on in the background. It's not you, I promise. Um, and this is something, if you want to learn more about, um, setting boundaries with other people, go listen to one of my other podcast episodes on boundaries. Um, it'll be really helpful. Um, okay. So next tip for how to put yourself first is, um, I would love for you to spend time thinking about this question or writing the answers to this question. Like what makes you feel the most you? What clothes, what hairstyles, places you live, um, like your environment, what you buy, um, whether you do baths or showers, like, et cetera, you know, what feels the most aligned to you? What feels the most true to you? And, um, this can, this might be overwhelming to do like for everything in your life. So what you can do is you can separate this into categories in the way you look, um, where you live, your environment, how much time you spend traveling, um, your, your work, the people you spend time with, like what makes you feel the most you, I want you to define that. And I want you to spend time thinking about it and anything that is, that is not, at the point at the at par with what makes you feel the most you how can you start bringing it up to par how can you start wearing clothes that make you feel more like yourself how can you start doing your hair in a way that makes you feel more like yourself how can you start eating in a way that makes you feel more like yourself etc cetera, etc cetera. and you don't have to do it all at once do it a little bit at a time um, and this is something that even just in um, my one-on-one -on -one messaging with my client, which I was doing because she has the VIP package with the Helio Anxiety Blueprint. Like I was encouraging her, like specifically, like she knows, like for her hair is so much more important than like clothes or even like anything else. She's like, I'd rather spend, you know, 80 or hundred bucks on my hair rather than like this whole list of other things. And I was like, okay, that's fine. What's wrong with that? Like you go do that. And I was really encouraging her to like, go do that. And that seems really small, right. To like, Oh, go spend a bunch of money on, on your hair. But it is what makes her feel so much like more confident looking at herself in the mirror. It's going to like sprinkle into so many other things in your life. Um, so start doing these small things for yourself. Start doing, doing these small things to help you feel the most you. Um, that's really small ways to start putting yourself first, right? And you don't have to feel guilty about spending like money on clothes or hair or things in your house or the, the way that you spend your time or any of that. Like this is going to help because it's going to help you bring you closer to your true self. And that's what everybody who loves you 
around you wants everyone who loves you, wants you to be more of yourself, who wants you to like, they want you to be happier. They want you to feel more like you. They want you to feel fulfilled and happy. And this is how things start to feel easy. Things start to feel easy when you actually start doing things that feel like you, instead of fitting yourself into these shoulds and these to-do lists and these things that everybody else thinks that you need to be doing. Um, another tip, another strategy that's going to help you start putting yourself first, um, is to start and, and to actually start helping you build like acceptance and confidence towards yourself is, um, spending time being quiet and doing nothing called this do nothing time, um, and make this sacred. And you can do this during a meditation. You can do it while going for a walk and not looking at your phone or not listening to anything, just going for a quiet walk, Um, laying outside or sitting outside and staring at the clouds, sitting at your table or on the couch and drinking a cup of tea, like laying in your bed and staring at the ceiling, whatever quiet time, do nothing time means to you. um, It could be different from day to day. Like I want you to do that. Spend a few minutes of literally just doing nothing and just being with yourself and just being because you've spent so much time just doing and doing and doing and going and going like you need time to, and you're probably feeling anxious and overwhelmed and, and like, you're just, you're, you're feeling empty inside. The way that you fill yourself back up is by just being, being in the present moment, being with yourself. This doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to, you don't have to meditate for an hour. If you want to go ahead but you can just spend like, this can just be five minutes. And if this is really hard, who taught you to always be busy, to always do more, to get approval? I can list off many people in my life who were always encouraging me to, you know, be smarter, do like run faster, do this, do more of that, do more of this. Like, and I was pushed so often to do more and to be better at things and I didn't get enough acceptance and I didn't get enough love in my life. And there's actually a whole set of, of journaling prompts, meditations, um, trainings, action steps, all of that to help you get out of that, like to help you shift out of this belief and this thing that you've been taught of like not enough, of not enoughness, this not enough feeling, this you need to do, always do more and be better to get approval to acceptance. Right? There's so many people in your life that have probably judged you and now you get to teach yourself that acceptance. You get to give yourself the acceptance that other people were supposed to give you. You have permission to accept yourself and to love yourself as you are. It's something that people, that your parents, that your loved ones, that your mentors, that people in school should have been doing all along. And I'm sorry that they haven't. I know that sucks, but you have permission to give yourself that acceptance. You are enough as you are. And I want you to repeat this to yourself. I even have meditations and videos in my Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint that will help you um, that repeat that you can watch over and over again to, to repeat this to yourself. I want you to repeat to yourself, I love you. I'm proud of you. You are enough. I accept you. Like say that to yourself. I love you. I'm proud of you. I am enough. 
I accept you over and over and over again. Write it over and over again if you need to. Say it out loud over and over again. This is something I remind myself of in those moments when I'm feeling like I just need to do more, I just need to do more, I just need to do more. And I say to myself, okay, I am enough. I accept how much I've gotten done today. That is enough. That is enough. That is enough. Right? Um, and it's something you may need to remind yourself of over and over because there were just so many people who didn't give you that acceptance, but you get to give that acceptance to yourself. And in the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint, you'll learn how to give that acceptance to yourself, especially if it's hard. Um, you'll learn the step-by-step process to start doing that for yourself, because I know this is not something you can just do instantly. It, it takes time. It takes um, re- like iteration. It takes repetitiveness. Um, and it takes doing it in lots of different ways, like through meditating, through journaling, through all these different actions that I'm listing off, all of which you can find like in the Healer Anxiety Blueprint too. Um, or if you just need more of my energy in your life to incur- to remind like remind you of this during those low moments, that's something you can get through the healer anxiety blueprint VIP package or, um, one-on-one healing, like a one-on-one healing container with me, um, to have me there to remind you during those moments when you feel like you're not enough to have me there to remind, to accept you as you are, because you are awesome as you are. And also in who you were and also who you're going to be like, you are awesome at all of those different levels. And I'm here to give you that energy. Um, if that's what you need, if that's the support that you need right now. Um, and the last, I think this will be the last tip that I want to share with you. Um, I think I've gone through all the ones on the list, um, is a, a great way to start increasing your confidence, to start learning how to put yourself first, um, is to practice taking up space. You can do this by focusing on things that make you feel strong. Um, I've done this through weightlifting. You can do it um, by running, right? Things that make you feel really powerful. Um, dancing, using like having your body actual actually take up space in a room by dancing with your arms and your legs and like jumping around and even standing in poses, like spending time standing with your hands like out wide or your hands on your hips and a really powerful stance singing loudly, like with your whole voice and your whole chest. I don't care how badly you sing. I sing terribly. And I sing so freaking loud in my car. Like what makes you feel powerful? What makes you feel big? What makes you feel like a badass? I want you to do more of that stuff. I want you to practice taking up space, practice lift. Maybe it's lifting heavy weights. Maybe it's running really far. Maybe it's dancing around with big movements. Maybe it's, um, singing really loudly, being loud for no reason. Um, the other day when, and I'll probably do a whole nother podcast on this. Um, I ended up spending a whole, um, like a week and a half at my family's, um, lake house in upstate New York. I was there just like all by myself. Um, and I spent a lot of time, like I spent time going out and hiking and I hiked up to this top of this mountain and at the top of the mountain, I howled like a freaking coyote. You know how much of a badass I felt like after hiking a mountain and then howling at the top of it, like do stuff that makes you feel powerful, do stuff that makes you feel expansive. That makes you feel like you're taking up space. Take, go take a night in a, do what I did. Go take a night in a hotel by yourself, drop the kids off, go have your spouse take care of things themselves. Like Go take a night in a hotel in an Airbnb on your own. Even now during the pandemic, like I'm sure that's something that you could do. You could even do it in your own town. Go do like, go just like be by yourself um, for a little while, for a night, for several days. Um, 
if you feel like, oh, I can't like the kids or this or that, like stop making those excuses and go do that for yourself. It's a really big way to put yourself first. If you're not ready for that, then do all these other little things that I was talking about. But eventually like, I want you to get to the point where you're like, oh, I just, yeah, I'm just taking a vacation by myself because like I need time for me and I'm just going to do things that I want for like a day or several days. You deserve to do that. Um, And so if this is something you want more of, like the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint is going to help you get there, which is my course that is on sale right now. Um, You can go click the link below. Um, If you want a preview into the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint, and you also just want some additional free resources that will help you feel more confident, that will help you put yourself first, that will help you feel less overwhelmed, then you can click below to sign up for the anxious to common confident free training series, which you can sign up for at any time. And then you'll have access to, um, yeah, some of those trainings from the heal your anxiety blueprint for free for like, Oh, I think I have it for six days. You'll get to, um, use them. And, um, yeah, if, but if one-on-one is something more that you need, um, you can add on a little bit of, Um, You can add on some one-on-one support with the Heal Your Anxiety Blueprint if you know you just need that one-on-one support um, from me and you need my energy in your life. Um, Or we can talk about my one-on-one healing container and if that's a better fit. Um, So yeah, I hope you take some of these tips, take some, start taking some actions to actually start putting yourself first because you deserve to. And it's going to feel uncomfortable at first, I know. Um, I know, I know because I've done all of these things. They felt really uncomfortable at first, but the more that you do them, the more happy you're going to feel, the more full of a person you're going to feel. You're not going to feel like this empty shell. You're not going to feel like you're drowning anymore. You're going to feel less overwhelmed. You're going to feel more clear. You're going to feel more like, um, like collected and just, and grounded and just freaking good. And that's what I want for you. And that's something that I help my clients do, um, which is, a feeling you can get through the healing anxiety blueprint. Um, or maybe you're someone who needs it at a deeper level. And if you need that deeper level of healing, then my one-on-one healing container is for you. So I'm going to end this here. You know where to reach me, go down below for, um, reaching me on Instagram via email, all that kind of stuff. And for any of the links that I talked about. Okay. I love you guys so much. I hope you take this advice, go do something for your freaking self today. In addition to listening to the pot, this podcast, like congrats to you for taking time to, for yourself to listen to this, um, and go start putting some of these things into action and then tell me about it. I want to know how it feels to do these things for yourself. Um, all right. I love you so much. And thanks for joining me today.